Welcome to yet another episode of October's Very Own, the podcast that's only about Drake, with me, Dan Ozzy, and Eric Sunderman. My name's Drake. No, Eric, it's not. <laughs> it's Eric. Uh, here we are again. Again. Um, we're talking about Drake, uh, the rapper, the musician, the R&B god. The sports fanatic. The sports fanatic, the former child star. The real the renaissance man. The renaissance man, uh, Drake. But, Eric, one thing we have Newt touched on yeah. is Drake as a sensitive man. Yes. Sensitive Drake. A sensitive artist. Yeah. Sensitive artist, sensitive um, both, well, kind of sensitive. An he, auteur of love songs. Yes. Drake writes love songs. That's what we're going to so, talk about. Drake the Love Man. That's Drake. the title. Yeah. <laughs> Lover love Drake. Songs. Yeah. Well, this person. <laughs> so, as as two straight men, Eric and I did not feel comfortable talking about Drake as a as a romance writer. Well, hey, I, uh, all right. Well, we we'll didn't get feel it, comfortable we'll get into a it. solo. True. Yes. So we uh, we asked our our managing editor, the woman who sits. Literally in between us, Leslie Horn. Mm-hmm. Hi. Was actually not Leslie Horn because you well were away and you got married. Are, are you going to change your name? Leslie Horn. I'm Leslie Horn Peterson. Uh, but I don't know. I'm still all like, horned online. Up. I'm just still Leslie Horn. Leslie Horn. Stop. But I actually I forgot to sign my marriage license, so I'm. You're not married. I'm yeah. not, I might <laughs> still not be time married. to get out of it. Wow. Yeah, Leslie just got married. So Leslie oh. was away for two weeks. Came back horrified to find that we had started a Drake podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like she did not want that to happen. Oh man! And, but uh, now we're too deep. We can't go back. Yeah, we're too we deep. We can't now. go back. Two weeks. We're like in. two weeks in, we cannot go back <laughs> yeah. on this now. Um, but so yeah, so we thought it'd be fun to talk about uh, Drake's love songs. Drake and, and the art of love making. Drake and the art of love making. Mm. Uh, the R and B side of Drake. The persona that is Drake. There's a few like we've talked about this on the pe- podcast previously, but there's kind of these different personas that is Drake. You know, like there's the turn up side. Mm. There's kind of like the tough guy side. But then there's this sensitive um, kind of. The guy who's Lovey, looking at you on the cover of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Nothing was the same. No, no, no. Take care. Yeah. Back, back. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, introspective. Um, but also, you know, like a little bit, yeah. In his feelings, Drake. Basically, yeah. hold on, we're going home, Drake. Um, I'm going to start <clears throat> this off with a real hot question here. And if you don't want to, if this is too personal and you don't want to answer it, and that goes for any question in this episode, that's fine. But... Nothing's off limits. When, <laughs> nothing is sacred. <laughs> Carlos Santana. <laughs> um, uh, when peop, some people like to make love to, set to music, I find phrase. this abhorrent. I would I would never do that unless it's like some grindcore album. Yeah, or like some cool emo band from the <laughs> late 90s. Why a person would make love to a soundtrack, I don't know. It's not a fucking... Okay, it's not you, a fucking you, movie here. Okay, okay, get to cut yeah. to the get chase, to the pal. Point here. <laughs> well, have you guys ever fucked to a Drake song? Thank you for first of all not, not together. Made love, made love. That's gross. Okay. Um, not that I know of. <laughs> okay. I think Drake I mean, said maybe. Yeah. Like, Eric said yes immediately. Yeah. Like, so I put no offense, on. Leslie. I'm going to get to Eric. Yeah, right go now. ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get into this, but yeah, I've definitely fucked to a Drake song. I mean, who? I, I feel purpose? like it's pretty. I mean, I I don't. Okay, I, I don't think I've like. 
I I've, I don't think I was like, okay, I'm going to actively put on Drake <laughs> now. Put it on the turntable. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Take his Grab my Take off. Care yeah, vinyl yeah. and put it on. That hasn't happened, but I'm pretty sure that, like, Drake's been on, you know, like. Is it just because Drake is always on in your apartment? So chances are, when it comes time to making love, it's going to be there. Making love. <laughs> Man, I, I, I promise to stop I think I, I, I think that is probably the more likely uh more likely would have I didn't I've never actively put on Drake to then go have sex do it yeah <laughs> but yeah, um, what, how, how many euphemisms can we come up with yeah. for boning in this episode yeah, boning <clears throat> knocking boots yeah bumping ugly something like this but I think I think that there's something interesting to talk about in this episode about love the love side of Drake are you saying let's talk about sex baby no I'm saying let's talk about the, are you this saying side let's talk of... about you and me <clears throat> It's a, it's a lyrics from a song. I've heard of it. Right. Um, so why, like, I mean, wh- what do you think of this side of Drake? Yeah. Well, I used to listen to a lot more Drake love songs when I was uh, not in a serious relationship and, like, getting my heart broken. Because I think that a lot of his, like, lovelorn songs are sad songs and breakup songs and from the perspective of a guy who keeps getting his heart broken and kind of like ends up being the victim in this situation, at least according to his perspective. So I think there's there's two sides of it. I mean, there's like the loved up Drake. Loved like, up Drake. <laughs> the yeah. loved up Drake. Yeah, what like, would be um, a song like that that would represent? Like With You on yeah. Views. That's one of my favorite songs off Views, which is like very happy and up-tempo and it's, you know, it's all about you and me. And then there's like... Um, there's like shut it down Drake that's like you know it's time to <laughs> do it yeah hold on we're going home um but you know then there's like uh drunk dial Drake like Marvin's room Drake who's like really sad and gotten his heart broken and then there's like hate sleeping alone Drake who's like fuck you can I say fuck on this podcast oh, totally yeah yeah okay yeah. Um, sorry. Just say it for no reason if you want. Sorry to all the Fuck. teens out there. Um, <laughs> sorry, teens. <laughs> no, but hate sleeping alone who's like really rude and he's like, oh, you, I can't find you, so I'm going to go sleep with someone else because I am hate sleeping alone, which is like kind of sad. Yeah, it's sad, but yeah, yeah, sad. He's also lonely. a dick. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. This, and all of this. Well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, I think we've like heard a lot of this version of like love song Drake. And I'd really love for him to just actually fall in love and get into a relationship and, like, sing about the complications of that because I feel like his love songs have been of this genre of, of like, heartbroken. Yeah. It's it's kind of like we were talking about this on the episode uh, with Rember where we were talking about the corniness of Drake. And he, he made a point where he said that Drake has kind of – he is – he's kind of still 25. Yeah. Like he started making – he got like really famous at 25 and like kind of just carried that. And as like – as some – like Drake and I are about the same age and like like as like listeners have kind of grown up a little bit and he he's kind of mentally stayed in this like mid-20s kind of perspective yeah. and is still kind of – rapping about that or he's still he's still trust issues yeah exactly he's still got and that theme has carried on from when we first met drake 
to now, and I'd kind of like to see the evolution beyond that. When's Drake going to just settle down? Yeah. When do I, don't settle down, I, right? I don't know. I don't know. Just get a pair of cargo pants and a get, minivan and uh, some North do it. Like, you know that Viceland show we got the therapist? We got to mm-hmm. get Drake on that. Yeah. I mean, we really got to like, dig deep into yeah. Drake's brain. Well, and I think that there's so much, um, like, I think it's good that you, I put trust issues on my list of well, some of my favorite. Um, I don't even know that's like a, you can't really call that a love song. But, but like, I think there's, there in this realm that we're talking about, there's something to be said about like that Drake, like so much of what he's rapping about and so much of where it's coming from is this like kind of insecure, um, he, he, it's trust issues. Like it all comes down. Like I don't. I like I, the question I have is like, who hurt Drake? Like what happened to you, man? Rihanna? Like, yeah, I don't know. Someone, before. someone. But like, like the, there's this kind of just constant chip on his shoulder, both from the perspective of him as a rapper in like a turn up way, where he's like, oh, I'm the best. Like I'm the like he's really cocky, Drake. But then also that kind of comes through in these more like sensitive songs that are sent like quote sensitive but they're really kind of like vindictive and like kind of twisted and he's like you know like uh, it kind of it kind of like offering this like <clears throat> perspective that's like kind of like fuck you st- but like I'm sad yeah. you like, know you did this to you me did but this I'm to so me. sad I'm so sad and yeah. like, fuck you you know I'm so feel sorry for me seems to be maybe I'm just Overanalyzing here, but it seems to me that Drake, as we've talked about, wants to just like show that he's involved in in sports, you know, show that he's interested in sports, show that he has like cool clothes and like, and I think maybe he's just like making women out to be, you know, like he's using them as a status symbol. And maybe that's why he can't find happiness because well, he's he's not treating them like human beings to be loved. I definitely think that there is like a shallowness to some of it sometimes in that it's kind of he casts himself in a similar role of being kind of the victim in the situation i mean he doesn't always play that role but i feel like the women in the songs kind of get end up being like the same stereotypical kind of role of like love objects or also like the person that stomped on your heart and there's kind of like these archetypes for women that you see in his songs that do fit into a lot of stereotypes. Whether what's it's, Drake's type? What's Drake's type? Yeah. I think Drake's type is everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoever's willing to listen. I think, likes, <laughs> I think Drake's like likes beautiful women. I do think he likes strong women. I mean, he has a good relationship with his mom. Um, but, you know, there were rumors about Serena, uh, Rihanna. Nicki Minaj. I mean, those are all like strong women who are really outspoken and seem, you know, strong-willed. But those are also the women that he could never get. Mm. Like, really, you know. Is he punching up too much? Drake's got to <laughs> lower his standards a little bit. I think Drake just needs to get a little less self-involved. That would be my. That would be my yeah. my thoughts. Like, I think that if you look at a record like Views, which was kind of peppered with like a lot of like introspective spacey songs that were like like very 40 beats like that were like rapping about these tired subjects i think that was kind of why that record was so divisive to listeners because it was kind of like we're 
like people are kind of over that at this point when it comes to listening to Drake and it's not it's like he kind of tried to remake the the feelings or the the emotions of take care and that and it just but it's like you're you're 5 years older now dude like you should be kind of beyond this a little bit um so that's how i feel did you guys by any chance see the new episode of broad city no okay no. she's like um interviewing to be a waitress at fucking see that restaurant on North 6. Oh. They, it was set in Manhattan. But I, oh, I, I I've fucking, seen this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I recognize it from Garden State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and RuPaul was the, uh, like, the boss. Yeah, the host. And, like, she, <laughs> RuPaul was, like, showing her around. And they were, and he was like, yeah, we call this woman the wall. Drake texts her, and she doesn't text back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, they picked the perfect target for yeah. that joke. Yeah. But why is that? I don't know. I think I think that Drake's I mean he's 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 so self-aware of who he is that but like this to me is one part of his like career or persona or whatever where he's maybe not quite as self-aware as he needs to be. Mm. Uh, he doesn't he, get what the problem he's is. He's self-aware to a point because you mentioned the corniness like he's corny and maybe the self-awareness like lends itself to a certain like too self-aware in some in some senses and yeah I, I don't know I mean he's he's also I think we know so much about him and we've been afforded a lot of access or at least a certain type of access that he's predictable or we we think we know you know that well he... from what you know of Drake right and from what you know of men that you've dated mm-hmm. who maybe bear some similarities what's what's Drake's M.O. on a date. Like, how's, how is Drake t- trying to woo a lady on a date? Oh. I think he, like, pulls out all the stops on, like, a first date. Yeah. He goes, too, but is that, uh, is that off-putting? I think for some women it probably is. Yeah, it's like... For, like, a Rihanna. It's like, hey, I thought you know? we were just, like, getting a drink. Yeah. He probably also has... a limo, buddy. Yeah. yeah. He definitely... <laughs> Two dozen roses and rose oh, yeah. petals all the way up to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, like, put my face on, like... A beach towel and like took me to the sun. I don't know why. <laughs> that's 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 called yeah. That's, that's <laughs> you're just like kidnapping. Is what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You made like a photo book of us and like using photoshops. <laughs> yeah. I got you one of those clear blocks that has our face embossed in yeah. it, like both of us. You so. like, got me like a personalized mug. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway. so anyways, so Drake, what's um, what's his date? What's his first date like? If he's oh, going to man. I mean, he's like taking her to like a French restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know that he definitely clock. like. That he's read about online. Yes, like yes. Like he cross-references the Yelp and the TripAdvisor reviews. Right. And if he's seamlessing, he's definitely cross-referencing that review too. But and then he gets um, there and he's like, "Oh, I know gets the owner." There, yeah. And he, you know, he gets a better table, and there's wine right there, and it's you know the lights are low, but it's a little too much for too a first much. date. A little yeah. too much. You know. You're like, why are there no other people yeah. around? And he's like, oh, I I paid out the whole, I bought out the whole restaurant so we could be alone. You're like, you're like oh, oh, that was weird. Okay, check please. <laughs> check please. <laughs> no, I think I. I also think he probably has like a suite of like, um, like five places that are his first date spots, mm. and you know he probably doesn't doesn't do the white tablecloth thing for every first date. He, he probably feels out the vibe, but he probably does go a little far. You know. Do you think it's hard for Drake because? just as a celebrity we know so much about him do you think it's hard if you were a woman going into a date with him one like 
you you know his behavioral patterns for starters. And then two, like, what do you talk about? You know, he's just like, oh, so I'm like a rapper. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, I used to be on a TV show. Like, yeah, I siblings? fucking know. <laughs> Where'd you go to college? Yeah. <laughs> how do you small talk? Yeah, how do you small talk you when you're Drake? Don't. I don't know. You don't. You just listen. You just listen. A good talking point would be um, maybe a shared love of the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> which yeah. we've talked yeah. about on the podcast. We got into that. I mean, I think it's, in, you know, you asked earlier, like, why is Drake such a punchline or, like, such an obvious punchline? And it's, like, I I, I think that there's, I mean, his, one of his most famous songs of all time, even though it didn't go number one, was Hotline Bling. And I think that that is a good example of what we're talking about in in, in that, like, that's this song that's, like, so lovelorn and, like... You can hear it in his voice, and it's like he's, like, mad at this person for getting over the hymn, kind of. You know, that's, like, the thesis of that song. And it's, like, and 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 to me, it's, like, you, he just now has this reputation of being kind of, like, this soft boy who's mad. But he's trying, and he's trying to combat that a little bit. But now it's, like, he has become that punchline, and he's trying to be self-aware to the point where he, he – he can like transcend that a little bit, but I just don't. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to get out of that hole. Wesley, I'm going to hit you with a hard question. This is, this is called journalism. Hit me. Do you think Drake is good at sex? No. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Really? <laughs> no. I, okay. First of all, anyone that I have this theory that anyone that sings a lot about like love and sex is actually probably really bad. So, at so you it. think Miguel is terrible at sex? Okay. Well, Miguel might be an exception because he. I don't know. I think he probably is. He looks like a dog. He looks like you know? he. <laughs> he looks like he's an attentive. He fucks. Yeah, that he guy fucks. fucks. He's an attentive lover. Uh-huh. No, I mean I think Drake probably has it a little too easy now. It's the same thing. Sorry, it's the same thing about like bragging about sports in his songs, and then he fucking airballs it. Yeah. It's probably the same thing in bed. He, he probably maybe at one point he was good, but I think maybe his his skill set has devolved. Wait, I don't think people get worse at sex. Yeah, you get lazy. You can get lazy. Yeah, but... Lazy, complacent, you know. Yeah, so you think the more famous he gets, you think the easier it comes and less he has to work for it? Yes. So he's getting worse at sex. Yes. Well, there's the theory, there's a popular theory that is that the more attractive someone is, the worse they are at sex. Regardless of sexual identity or uh, gender identity, it's just the more attractive they are... The less, like they have to, because you don't have to work for it. You don't have to. You don't so, feel the pressure. As fame rises, <laughs> we should make a graph for this. Yeah. As he gets graphs more are really famous, good for podcasts. Wesley, Wesley's hand is going up <laughs> yeah. in a trajectory up. Go ahead. As he her gets flexing more her wedding ring. Famous, yeah. Uh-huh. It goes on a level. As he gets more famous, uh, his sex skills plummet. Plummet. <laughs> so Hugh Hefner must have been terrible. Well, R.I.P. According to like all the reports of Hugh Hefner, he just kind of laid there, yeah. and women would like, you know, do their thing. <laughs> Fun in that weird wiggle on him, <laughs> wiggle on him, <laughs> wiggle on me sounds like a drink. Song. Send up two women to wiggle on me. <laughs> I'm in the grotto. I need to be wiggled. <laughs> uh, wiggle this, on me. This feels Drake's weird. got a grotto on his his like pad. Oh God, he's, he's really? Not, yeah, we we talked about uh. his uh, his place. Which again, Drake, if you want to fly us out to to hang out <laughs> and record an episode of the podcast, hit us up. Hit I us feel up. like having a grotto is a is like a certain threshold that you cross into like. I'm that guy now. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're a grotto guy. Yeah. You're a... Like, sh- things go on in that stuff. grotto that should not grow you on. You do stuff in there. What happens in the grotto? play ping pong. Which he has done, and he sucks at. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I don't know. Like, I want to give Drake the benefit of the doubt. Like, I want to think that he tries in bed. The best thing you can do in bed is just be attentive to somebody. Mm-hmm. Listen to what their body wants. Listen to what they want. Yeah. And go with that. So yeah. I, he seems like he's an attentive listener. I, uh, maybe. maybe I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. If you listen to his is, music, he doesn't seem like he he listens that much. Do you think no, Drake like, has like ever... anybody who's like so fucked up and sad all the time like that? There's something. There's something selfish going on. But there. A slight counterpoint. He is good to his mom, and Dude. guys who are good to their mom are good guys. Goddamn you know? right. General, generally speaking, I mean, there's exceptions, but. But he's good to his mom, which which maybe disproves everything I'm saying, and maybe he is really sweet and um, thoughtful and stuff like that. Do you think Drake? I mean, I think we know the answer to this, but has Drake ever fucked to his own songs? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think, oh but yeah. But I don't think that's Unanimous. I don't think that's specific to Drake. I think that that's like that's what like rappers. You think so? I think rappers do that. I mean, Lil Wayne only listens to his only listens to his music. Yeah. He's on record saying <laughs> that, that I only listen to my own music. I think that that's just kind of like a thing that is within rap mm. culture well I want he's, I want Drake you wanna, I want to believe that he's good in bed yeah I mean I, I, I realize there's evidence against him there are the rare you know there are songs that I find sweet like one one of my favorite Drake songs has come through and he's you know talking about going out of your way when you should have come home and like you know, going to like see a girl, like that's sweet. Yeah, there are sweet, there are like genuinely sweet versions of him. But I think like this persona, at least the persona that I've created of Drake in my mind, is not that way. Have you ever seen Drake in concert? Yeah, isn't it? it, it did you ever? Did you see him do like "Hold On, We're Going Home"? Like, did you ever see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like um, when I when I've seen him and he's performed that, he like flies over this crowd. Right. Yeah. And like the amount, like the piercing screams, is is like is like really crazy. Like it, it's, it's. But that's that must be crazy to me. Like women don't like me. I get that. But if you're Drake and you have like like you go to a concert and there's like fifteen thousand women there, every woman likes you. Yeah. What the like? That's overwhelming. What do you do? I mean, he like he like absorbs it. Like he just like he he's just making yeah. love on stage. Kind of. I mean, it's like he's yeah. just like flying over. I, mean, I think when I saw him, he maybe pulled somebody up to sing to them to like had a heart attack. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's 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 kind of crazy. It's funny to me because like his music to me sounds so disingenuous sometimes. Like as far as like these things that he's trying to do, um, but like but. It, it resonates with people. Like people really fucking in love their it. pants. Well, yeah. Oh, well. well, I think there is. <laughs> everyone has had their heart broken, you know, and everyone. Speak for your goddamn self, Leslie. Yeah. Okay, okay, clearly Dan has had his heart breaking. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about Eric's got a uh, girlfriend in Toronto? You hear about that? It's not. Oh, you and Drake have. No, no, she's real. Have too. a lot in common. Huh? <clears throat> no, I, what were you going to say? Has anyone ever met her? Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I think that there is a there is a relatability factor to having your heart broken because everyone's had their heart broken or everyone has wanted someone who's turned them down or, 
wanted someone who rejected them or I just said the same thing twice anyway um but you know there's there's it's relatable and I think that's part of why people like Drake and you know listen to these songs and why anti-love songs kind of make good love songs because we've all kind of been there Again, speak for yourself, but that's a good po- that's place a good, to end. That's a good place to end. My heart is intact. Nobody dare to break my heart. Sorry. Yeah. JK, it happens like all the time. Uh, <laughs> Wesley, thank you for doing your pr- first post-wedding wow, interview with us. It was an honor. On October's very own, the podcast about Drake that you can go on uh, Apple Podcasts. And yeah. Subscribe and like. Subscribe and like. Rados, five stars. Keep those shares coming Everybody. Find at Dan Ozzy, um, at Eric Sundy, at, at Leslie, at, at Les, Les Horn. Horn, Les Horn. Are you gonna Are you gonna no, change that t- now that no. you're more Horn? I've been at okay. Les Horn since third grade. So. Yeah, at <laughs> right. Les Horn, and it's also at Noisy Music on Twitter. Yeah. those are all our Twitter handles. This has been another episode of October's Very Owned, where we will talk about Drake in the next episode. 